Hey everybody, welcome to Keep Talking Podcasts, fitness, health, and mindset series. I'm your host, Sean Tummelson, fitness coach and nutrition nerd, and I love talking about this stuff, and I hope you enjoy listening to it as much as I enjoy talking about it. Enjoy the episode. So many inconvenient realities about being a human being in this modern world. Today I want to talk a little bit about my journey of getting into hunting, which is something that I'm taking up. I started, you know, about two years ago, I decided that this is something that I want to get into. I'm a 34-year-old man, and I basically have, like, no outdoorsy background, even though I'm from a place where a lot of people do things like this. I'm from Minnesota in the northern part of the United States where lots of people do hunting, fishing, a lot of outdoor activities. I never grew up doing any of that stuff, and I decided about a year and a half or two years ago that this is something that I needed to get into, particularly hunting. And I, so, um, you know, it's, it's, it's not an easy process. It requires a lot. Um, you know, bow hunting is what I'm getting into. Um, I'm planning to be bow hunting deer and this fall I'm going to be going out and actually hunting for the first time once the hunting season begins, but it it requires uh, a lot. You know, you have to first well, if you're bow hunting, you first have to to get a bow to learn how to shoot the bow. Then you have to figure out what land you're going to hunt. There's a lot that goes into it, to make a long story short. I think about a year and a half ago, maybe I decided, like I first got the idea that this is something that I wanted to do. Um, and then I really, uh, almost a year ago now, well, I guess six months to a year ago, something like that. I'm like, all right, let's actually make this happen. Because I'm not someone who, you know, I like to, in this life... Uh, I like to make things happen. I don't like to sit here and talk about, oh, someday I'm going to do this. Someday never comes, people. Someday never comes. Okay, that's one of my favorite songs by Creedence Clearwater Revival. Someday never comes. So if you want to do something in this life, you need to make it happen as soon as possible. And so I finally said, okay, let's take the initial steps. This is a, this is an undertaking. This is not something you can just get up and do tomorrow, go out and hunt. Well, I mean, I guess you could, but you would, you would fail. <laughs> anyway, so you know, now I, I have a bow. I've learned how to shoot my bow. I took a couple lessons. I've practiced. I've gone out. I have two friends who are um, who are avid hunters and who who know what they're doing, so to speak. Now I've been scouting hunting land, and that's actually what I want to talk about now. Is you know I'm recording this in late July 2023, and the hunting the the bow hunting season actually begins in mid to late September, and um you know I'm I'm ready in the sense I'm ready to actually get out there um, and start hunting deer, and. Now, am I am I ready? Am I going to be successful? I mean, not necessarily. <laughs> Most hunters are not successful on any given year, from what I know. Um, but I'm ready to actually get out there and do it. And I've, you know, that the interesting thing is I've actually been doing it now four or five times. What we call scouting land, because what a lot of people don't realize when they think about hunting is that. When you are, uh, you know, just the act of, how do I put this? Like the hunt itself starts way before you actually go out there and and shoot an animal, right? Um, And so like, you know, what I've been doing, even though it's not hunting season, I haven't gone out there with a bow or anything like that um, over the last, you know, few weeks, the times that I've been scouting these lands, it is a big part of hunting. I'm learning, okay, how do animals move in this area? Where are deer likely to be? You know, I've spotted a couple deer, of course, um, going out into these woodsy areas. So, you know, essentially, I mean, I'm already doing it. Some people maybe wouldn't look at it that way, but I'm already doing it just because that's a big part of, a big part of hunting is all of the prep work that goes into it. It's not just the part where you're shooting the arrow or shooting the gun at the animal, right? Now, 
Um, some of you listening to that first three minutes might be like, oh my God, that's so bad. You want to kill animals. <laughs> this is where I'm going to get into the the inconvenient. There's a lot of hypocritical people out there when they talk about hunting and also the inconvenient realities that we live as modern human beings in the modern world. Okay, um, Because a big part of the reason that I decided I wanted to get into hunting, I have multiple reasons for it, but it's essentially, it's a cliche mentality and they've even made a brand out of it now, but it's the mentality of Everybody wants to eat, but few will hunt, okay? And that's the way we are in this modern world. I get the fact that we have a complex modern society and that we all contribute to society in our own ways. But ultimately, me and so many of you listening to this and so many people around the world do not directly produce food. We don't, we don't produce food. We, 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 you know, we, we take advantage of the other people who either kill animals to give us our food or they you know plant they farm to give us our food we are not part of that system and it's fine like we all contribute to society in our, in our own way i'm not saying we all need to go back to the stone age or we all need to you know quit these modern institutions um and literally all go directly hunt uh, and kill our food or, or plant our food i'm not saying we have to do that but i think for me it just got to the point where I wanted to gain some more of those abilities. Now, why I've chosen to take up hunting as opposed to, uh, you know, other forms of food production, you know, like agriculture, which are things that I actually do maybe plan to learn at some point in the future. Um, but, uh, you know, why I've chose to take up, chosen to take up hunting, uh, there's a lot of reasons behind it. I mean, part of it is I like doing things to get myself out of my comfort zone. Um, and I knew this was going to be a big one just because I don't have any experience in this. And there is, you know, I didn't before anyway. And there's a lot... Um, yeah, there's, there's some risk that goes into it. There's a lot to learn. There's so much to learn in this. And I think that what I'll say before I go any further to those of you who are thinking like, oh my God, you just want to kill animals. I would venture to guess that me and anybody else who's actually ever hunted probably has a lot more respect for animals than you people who are saying, oh my God, you want to kill animals. (laughs) Um, and maybe there's, you know, a few vegetarians and even vegans out there who say, well, I don't eat meat or, you know, keep in mind that even when, even as vegetarians and vegans, you know, there are animals that are killed in the production of the food that you eat. Like when we survive as humans, for us to eat and to live and just survive as humans in general, other things are dying. Other animals and other species are dying. That is the way it is. That we don't have a better way to, to live yet that I know of. Okay. That's the reality. And you, however old you are, you've been living all of your life because other things are dying because animals are dying. And I know 90 some percent of you listening to this eat meat and do it on a fairly regular basis. And that's fine. And I think that's a good thing to do because meat, I would argue is a necessary, uh, nutrient. It's, I mean, you know, without getting into the, the push for, you know, the, the, I'll call it the left wing push for, uh, for not eating a lot of meat, you know, meat, uh, when cooked the right way, when prepared the right way, and when minimally processed is one of the healthiest foods that human beings can eat, all types of meat, even red meat, of course. Um, so anyway, um, m- yeah, meat is healthy for us, and most of you, I know, eat meat. And so, you know, if you speak out against hunting or anything like that and say, oh my God, you want to kill animals, okay, well, you just eat the animals. Somebody else kills them for you, 
All right, and it's it's hilarious because I've had like it, it tends to be women more than anything. I, I even get, was joking with a friend about this, and he's like, "Well, you got to start dating some girls, some girls who are from out in the country, from not in the city. You got to stop dating those city girls because this happened twice with women that I've been dating over like the past like year and a half, where I'll tell them I'm interested in hunting, and they get this like <gasps> like barbaric look on their face, you know. And I'll kind of explain things a little. I need to have a better way of just explaining it real quick. I need like a thirty second elevator pitch for it, you know. But like. But literally, the funniest one was the most recent one. <laughs> and like this girl, <laughs> like, and she's she's a, she's a nice person. Like she's a very nice person. And everything. We're literally sitting there eating. We were having like burritos, right? That I had cooked with like you know some ground beef that I had cooked. We're literally sitting there eating burritos. Burritos. Just we're eating ground beef. We are eating cow meat <laughs> as we're talking about this. And she's like. Oh my God! You want to kill animals? <laughs> it's, it's like, how's how's the burrito taste in there? You know, like like literally, I was just laughing. So I mean, I was laughing in my head, and then I even like told her that, you know. And she's like, Yeah, yeah, you know, I get it. But like, but for me, it's 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 more like if you're gonna go out there and like kill deer, you'd be like taking like satisfaction in killing them. And I'm like thinking to myself, like, e. You look pretty satisfied when you're eating that burrito once again. Like, like we're all like sitting here satisfied and smiling while we're eating this meat all day long. We have no idea how it was killed. We have no idea what type of life the meat lived, you know, the animal lived. Um, we certainly take satisfaction in it. So I don't know. It's, it's kind of funny, like, seeing the hypocrisy in society of people who just... And see, the thing about it is we just... I feel like it's something that we don't want to admit as human beings. There are so many inconvenient realities of life as a human, be- human being on this planet, and we just don't even want to admit it. Like, it's it's very inconvenient for us to sit there and say, yes, I eat animals every day. Yes, lots of probably, you know, cute animals. I mean, we can debate whether or not they're cute. You know, these a lot of these things are when you get them out in the wild or killing machines, but, but not probably not the cows that we eat, but like, but like, yes, lots of animals, uh, that you might see as cute are killed and that's what we're eating. Okay. It's, a, it's just, it's an inconvenient reality that I think not a lot of us pay attention to and not a lot of us really get that through our heads. You know, like, could you imagine if you sat there and watched cows get slaughtered all day, you know, like how would that affect the way you eating meat is like chickens. Every, I mean, could you could you imagine if you just sit sat there and watched it? And this is why I feel like people who either who farm or who you know who do hunt or who work in any form of food you know manufacturing whatever have a better understanding of this than us, and maybe a better respect and appreciation. Which is part of the reason that I've decided to do this is to get more of an appreciation for number one the lives that these animals live, and then number two what all goes into this. Because it's just, it's, it's, we're so lucky to be human beings. Like if I, if there are ever things that make me grateful, I don't even talk that much about gratitude, but it's the fact that literally we, we walk to a supermarket right across the street and this food, this meat is packaged for us in perfect one pound packs or however much weight you want it to be. You know what I mean? Like it's, we have no concept of what actually goes into this. And you know, sometimes I watch shows on TV. There's like the show alone that I watch where, you know, I'm, I'm watching people, you know, they're out there, essentially it's a survival show and they're out there figuring out who can survive the longest. And of course they have to kill animals and they have to, you know, do everything. They have to gut the animal, which for most people is like, ew, that's gross. It's like, yeah, somebody did that to 
the ham sandwich you had for lunch and for the steak that you had for dinner. And like that, <laughs> that's how it started. You know, like a process like this is how it started. It was butchered and it was gutted or whatever they did, you know. Um, but anyway, and just, just like watching the way that, that they have to work, you know, and then to prepare their own food. It just, it's like, it's, it's mind-blowing. It's mind-blowing how easy we have it as modern human beings. It really is. It's really mind-blowing. And like I said, it's just, it's one of those inconvenient truths that I just feel like we don't really want to face that often as human beings, because we like to think, we all like to think that we're just like, oh, I'm nice. Like I'm a, I'm a saint, you know, I'm, I'm a great person and everything. Uh, but like, if you really had to fight to survive, you wouldn't be, you know, it's kind of like the people who talk, who, who say like, you know, when there's atrocities going on in war or something like that, well, like, I just can't believe that these people would do that. They're just bad people. Really? You know, like if, if you if you were getting bombed, if you were, you know, fighting to survive, if this was happening to you, if you were getting shot at all day, do you think that maybe you might make a decision every now and then that seemed a bit, um, you know, not so nice in order to fight for your survival? I don't know. Um, yeah, it's just these a lot of inconvenient things that we don't want to face as people who in general, in general, and I speak to you people in general, since you're listening to this podcast, which means you have internet access and the time to listen to a podcast, you are probably not fighting to, for survival as much as some other people who are not so lucky in this world are, okay? Um, but anyway, and and so like this is just kind of one of the mindset shifts that beginning this, this journey into hunting has taught me is just like a true appreciation for what we have as human beings. Because even even in getting started, like with this and I've you know only been out deep in the woods four or five times to this point um you know to get started on this journey and you just you learn that out there because I mean I'm a privileged enough person to just I live in this society like I said where everything is just given to me for the most part and you know we could talk about the differences and some people are luckier than others but like like 80 to 90% at least of people living in the US or listening to this podcast are the, it's the same exact thing. Like extremely, extremely privileged. Like, yeah, sure, we have to like work hard at our jobs and, and, and it can, you know, that's tough and whatever. You know, we have to work hard to make money a lot of times. Some people have a lot harder time making enough money to live than others. But at the end of the day, you get your money, you take your credit card to the store and you buy the food and it's given to you right there. You know, I mean, just, just getting out at all into the, you know, the real wilderness, into real nature just teaches you how tough it is like really because I, 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 I haven't spent that much time out there you know really at any any point in my life leading up to this but just so many things that you're not ready for you know and like a big thing for me that's been like an interesting mindset shift so far with it too is is sort of like the mindset you know I think of it as like going from a defensive to an offensive mindset and what do I mean by that okay so um you know to hunt, obviously, you go into. We're going into a place where there are certain dangers out there. I mean, there's, you know, like where I plan to hunt. There's not. It's not like the riskiest area in terms of what other animals might be out there. You know, I'll be hunting deer. Um, there's a small risk of running into a black bear. Uh, black bears are not typically said to be as violent or willing. You know, want to attack humans the way other, you know, um, you know, brown or grizzly bears or God forbid, polar bears might. Um, but you know, there is a risk of running into a brown bear. There is a risk in certain parts of Minnesota of coyotes and wolves, and you don't know what else is out there, 
right? Um, and then there's, you know, just bugs and other insects. Just, just, there's lots of things that can happen out there. Um, and so part of it is me, it's like learning to, okay, I got to defend against this stuff, especially since I'm, you know, not used to these environments. I'm not an expert yet. I don't totally know what I'm doing. So you got to defend against some of those things to begin. Um, and, and see, because like, you know, the first time or two where I would go into the woods, the whole thing is just like, okay, I got to make sure I'm okay. I got to make sure I'm okay. And then the, and the, the convenient thing for me is, oh, there's my car parked, you know, less than a mile away from where I went. And I just, I just go back to my car and then I go back to civilization and to society. You know, obviously animals don't do that. They, they live out there. They survive out there. Right. And, and the thing about it is, is like, so it's first, it's shifting from like a defensive mindset to, to then an offensive mindset, like reminding myself, okay, my, what I'm trying to do in here is I am the hunter. Okay. Yes. I need to defend myself against what could come up, but I am the hunter. My objective is to kill a deer. It is to kill an animal. Okay. And I know some of you just don't even like hearing that. You're like, Oh my God, you're going to try to kill an animal. Yes. Once again, enjoy the hamburger that you're eating while you listen to this. <laughs> like, like, yes, that is my objective. Right. So it's, it's first, it's shifting that mindset. It's like, remember that I am out here to kill an animal because it's something that, and this is something that it, it seems like, how do I put this? Maybe some people are more built for it than others. But like when you live the whole life of 34 years, and you've never had to kill an animal before and all the food has just been given to you from the supermarket. It's a whole mindset shift. Um, and now one thing that I will say too is a good hunter, and I'm obviously not a good hunter yet compared to other hunters, but one thing I have learned is that a good hunter knows how to kill an animal in an ethical way. Okay, You have to shoot at the right time, shoot in the right way. That way the animal dies without suffering too much. Um, and you don't leave a wounded animal. There's a lot that goes into this. There's a lot of restraint that goes into hunting that I'm learning. Okay. You're not just going to go out there on a whim and start shooting at animals randomly whenever you see one. Um, and so there's a lot of restraint that goes into it, but ultimately you have to be smart and you have to go in there with the mindset of, okay, you know, yes, my, my job in here is to actively hunt and kill an animal. And even just getting that mindset through my head has been challenging to begin with. Um, and see, because then here's the other thing that got me thinking. It's like, okay, most hunters, most people who hunt for recreation, which is basically what I'm doing, um, you know, they do it for a lot of different reasons, but it, let's take a place like Minnesota, you know, especially in a place like Minnesota where, you know, it's a pretty good standard of living here. And especially hunting is with the, the way hunting works, it's it's not, definitely not a cheap thing. You know, the way hunting works recreationally is it costs a decent amount of money just to hunt anyway. Like the point that I'm, the point that I'm making is the people that are hunting in modern society, most of us are are not hunting for survival reasons. Like if we didn't hunt, we would st still obviously survive. You know, we go to the supermarket. Okay, uh, no people obviously take it very seriously and are very into it, and they do eat the food and provide provide the food that they get for their families, and it's you know, arguably healthier food than you get from the supermarket because it's not as processed if you, if you, you know, gut it the right way and handled it the right way. Um, now, with that being said, if every hunter, because I think only like maybe 10 or 20% of hunters on any given season in a place like Minnesota actually will kill an animal. If, if every hunter failed, like if there was a season where nobody even shot a deer, nobody even got an animal. If every hunter failed, 
Well, very few of those hunters are actually going to go hungry. Like them and their families aren't going to go hun- hungry because we already have enough resources in general in society, in the modern society, like at the, at the grocery stores and stuff, that people would still survive. Now, I, I don't know like the statistical and economic analysis of this, but you get my point. It's like most of these people who are out hunting aren't actually doing it to survive, at least not where I live. Certainly there are people in more primitive, primitive societies who are out hunting to survive. And that was the other mindset shit, that, sh- shit, <laughs> shit, the mindset shift that really hit me is like, okay, I'm going to go hunt and, you know, I might go out there for a few hours or a whole day or whatever, you know, however many times this fall and I may or may not succeed. I definitely probably won't at the beginning, but if I fail, that's okay. I just go back to my car and I drive back home and I go back to the supermarket. Could you imagine the mindset shift of if you actually had to kill to survive, you actually have to kill to survive. Could you imagine the mindset shift? Because that's the reality of, well, most animals on this planet, and that was the reality of most human beings until I don't know when in recent history. And that's where I sit there and say to myself, God, we just have so many like so many things we haven't really come to grips with. So many parts about this this human existence in 2023 that we just either conveniently kind of look the other way, like the fact that we're eating a bunch of animals and we have no idea how they are, we, we play no hand in, the, in killing them, never some, you know, looked an animal in the eye before it dies. We, we conveniently look the other way on that. And then we also just have no concept of what it's actually like to have to truly go and hunt and kill for your food or to truly just truly go get the food, right? We have no concept of that. And, you know, some of you might say like, all right, well, cool, Sean, like whatever. So why are you doing this anyway? We don't need to. And you're right. And I hope it never becomes a reality. I mean, it could. I mean, if some form of Armageddon struck and all of a sudden we actually did, like if the, if the world and the modern institutions broke down in whatever way, or you just happen to be in a survival situation, I don't know, like there could come a point where you might need to actually hunt and kill for your food. I mean, it's, it's, a, it's a nice skill set to be developing, in my opinion, just because, see, this is another big part of it for me, too, is just, I just, I'm uncomfortable by the fact that, like I said, I've lived for 34 years in this world and, and have what most would consider, like, a decent skill set. It's like, okay, well, you know, he speaks five languages, you know, he can do all this stuff on a computer, he's a fitness, he's a personal trainer, he's a this, this, and that, but, like, and, you know, he can make a podcast, which also isn't very hard, <laughs> but, like, Yeah, but it's like, man, like real life skills, like real world skills. If like all the institutions that serve me broke down, I'm not going to last very long. You know, I'm still not going to, but maybe I could last another day now (laughs) with what I've learned. You know what I mean? I don't know. It's just we are just so lucky as human beings, honestly. And um, I think that's about all I wanted to, to say for this episode is um, let's just be very grateful that we are human beings in the modern world. Um, And um, yeah, all right. That's all I got for you today. Happy Mindset Monday. Let's get after it. You guys probably didn't even listen to this on a Monday. It's probably like a Thursday or something. But still, stay hard. (laughs) All right, talk again soon. Love you all. Peace. Thank you for listening to this episode. I hope you enjoyed it and learned something valuable for daily workouts, fitness tips, nutrition advice, mindset advice. You can follow me on Instagram at Sean underscore Tumelson. That's S-E-A-N underscore T-U-M-I-L-S-O-N. For more information about Keep Talking, you can follow Keep Talking on Instagram. That is K 
K-E-E-P-T-A-L-K-I-N-G-C-O.